walk home. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye. And goodbye. <laughs> Working on my it's awkward shortest beginnings. Podcast ever. Uh, shortest podcast. But yeah, ever. awkward beginnings, awkward, awkward podcast, awkward ending. Uh, it's radio. The spice of life. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's spicy life. Mm, spicy. Uh, welcome to the show, folks. Um, working on some new formats because I'm tired of saying my name every single episode. So I'm going to have a recording made to say it. I thought you were doing that to remind us. To remind who? The folks here on the other side of the microphone. To remind you guys. Of what your name who is. Who we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been drafted? That might be the case. Um, so yeah, despite all the uh, ideas <laughs> of planning every single episode sometimes things still get uh thrown together because stuff doesn't fit right i mean a new year's resolution you don't stay you know i mean it takes a while right that's it takes a while to achieve that resolution that's fair if it was as easy as just doing it then <laughs> it would have been done already that's true that's true um well we we actually have some plans to get some really cool people on the show uh, which we have had in the past uh one of the challenges um is uh we're, you know we bring people on to interview we need a good internet connection, <laughs> which we haven't always had available during the show. So um, usually we just sit and chat and record. But anyways, we got some good stuff coming in the future. Uh, today it's just uh, me and Jesse. John is cleaning the dishes. John's doing dishes. That's right. Yep. Um, and today we had some fun. Uh, we did a little grind time coffee cupping test. Right. Um, Does grind matter? When you grind it. When you grind. Um, yeah, so we, I mean, it, everyone, I mean, I say everyone in the coffee industry would say, you know, grind the coffee as, yeah, as close to when you brew it as possible. You know, it needs to be fresh. Always. Yada, yada. Always. Um, so that's, not that we were taking any contention with that notion, um, but it's always interesting to to look a little more closely and see exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Why is it better? What is the difference between grinding a minute before you brew versus an hour or 10 hours or a week, a week or whatever? Right. Um, and we've done tests in the past. We did the storage test right. where we had hypotheses beforehand and they were completely, well, they were mostly wrong. <laughs> there were some surprising outcomes there were for sure. Surprising outcomes. There was, there were, yeah. Um, Certainly. I think what we what I've found in both these tests mm -hmm. and is that we can be generally right, but that as far as like how bad it's gonna turn out for the like the coffee that was ground a week ago or you mm -hmm. know, the, the coffee that was stored in the freezer, um, it's been really surprising that it's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. You know, and especially with today's test, like there was I mean there's some noticeable differences, but there it wasn't striking where one cup was twice as good or way, way better than the other ones. Right. Um, I don't think uh, the phrase good or best was ever really necessarily uh, applicable. I think there was, there were certainly preferences right. and there were certainly um, sh noticeable differences among some of them. Uh, so just to give the outline, we had one coffee from one batch that was roasted on the 5th of this month? Yeah. Last Monday. Uh, last Monday. So we started on Today's Tuesday. We took a bag of that pound and a half or something right. uh we ground once on tuesday so on the sixth yeah we ground 100 grams every time 100 grams every uh, time. same grind setting um mm -hmm. then we ground on tuesday last week mm -hmm. a week ago then we ground on friday a few days ago ground yesterday monday 
and then we ground some this morning, and then we ground just before the cupping today. Right. So five five samples. Uh, what I love about these tests is that they're not really they're not official, but they're very much just kind of how ordinary people would figure this out, and it's, you know it's applicable to what ordinary experiences would right. be. Right. Not necessarily scientific, as you might say. <laughs> right. I mean but, that's it. Uh, yeah. What I what I found was really interesting, and it just solidifies a lot of my perspective on coffee roasting is that um, there's so many variables that come from just the brewing cup to cup mm-hmm. to cup, and, and you know depending on how you're tasting it. Uh, yeah. So the hypothesis going into it? Yes. The, well, at least mine was, um, and I think what most people would agree, uh, the, the ground right before brewing going to be, I don't know, super fresh, the best, quote-unquote, whatever. I'm not exactly sure what that would be, but have the most freshest flavors. Right. I keep using the word fresh, but... It's, it's the aromatic compounds. You yeah. know, a lot of those, I mean, they haven't dissolved yet. They haven't been airborne. They haven't... Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what we should say also is that all these coffee samples were ground and then put into basically an airtight dark bag so that they weren't actually exposed to moving air to right. fully you know, start that. And no light either. No light. So uh, going by our, the, the revelation from our storage test was light is the most damaging component. Right. Um, so no light on these. Um, but uh, I mean, I think, so the, the hypothesis going to it, you know, Right before you brew, freshest ground freshest, best, freshest, right. and then um, it would dip off dramatically after that and just keep going down. Right. Um, and for the most part, it kind of followed that, but there were certainly, when it came, when it came down to, te- uh, to tasting and discussing before we discovered which ones there were, we yeah. certainly had some interesting results. Right. So, and I was going to say, which, is, which was your... Favorite, if you remember the, the ones on the table. Well, once I, so I had one that was that was my particular favorite, uh-huh. um, and then but a couple of them stood out. Right. And I think retrospective after the discussion and then the reveal, we realized that all of us were kind of saying the same thing, even though we sort of used different words. Yeah. About um, about those coffees, but um, yeah, I was a little surprised mm. at the outcome. I mean, my my initial hypothesis to expand on what you were saying also was that you know a lot of the lighter fruitier notes a little bit more the edge uh this guatemalan coffee has a lot of good body but it also has some vibrant lemongrass flavor to it as well and i would i would anticipate that those brighter more sharp notes would actually like they would disappear mm-hmm. by the by the old you know with the older roast dates or grind dates um and then the more the body and the chocolate and stuff like that would come out uh or would yeah. be more relevant. So your prior ones. experience with the Guatemala certainly influenced some of your... As far as, well, yeah, because I know that coffee yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, which is also kind of why some of the results were ex- exciting to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, it's interesting because we always grind our coffee fresh. I never make coffee here. Like I haven't, I haven't made a cup of coffee with pre-ground coffee in... A long time. Yeah. Aside from the backcountry, you know, where you grind <laughs> it before a few days, but even that's not even a week out because mm-hmm. I don't get a week off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think I think it's. Uh, I would say it's probably common to that most people would probably grind their their beans a, a week or so in advance. I guess so. And you I'm, go to the store, you get a bag. You grind it. Or you get a ground there. Well, that's what's interesting, too. And I think about this with a lot of our subscribers that we have for our coffee subscriptions that, you know, 
fair amount of them we actually grind for them ahead of time and um, we're always kind of cringing and like oh man you know that's going to be terrible or you know it's already ground it takes four days to get there and then they're enjoying it for a couple weeks you know how, how long does that last um yeah so this was this was interesting to kind of yeah looking at the oldest ones actually since we're, we're on the subject just looking at my notes uh they were not my least favorite they were actually uh, pretty good. The third, fourth, and fifth I had grouped as um, the overall comment I made was just kind of a weaker, I guess. This is compared to um, so there are five groups on the table, right. so the five different grinds. The three oldest um, I grouped and said muted or weak a little bit, but they still had kind of a sweet, smooth flavor. Like, they weren't bad. They were actually right. good, but compared to the quote-unquote fresh Right. There's a vast difference. I agree. But, yeah, the interesting thing is, it's still good. Right. I mean, and, and it's it's nice because this coffee is pretty outstanding on its own, but, I, I mean, those ones definitely, they were more muted, and there's just, it as the coffee changed, it just seemed like it wasn't, um, just wasn't exciting, as exciting as some of the other ones on the table. Just True. like you said, it wasn't as vibrant, like, mm-hmm. there just wasn't as much going on. So, But it's it's cool to know that, I mean, you do, you certainly do lose... Something it's clear you lose something by grinding early, right? Uh, even even by uh, we had we had two that were ground today, one right before uh, brewing, right. and one six hours or About so six, in advance. Yeah. Um, and even then, there's a those are actually I think the those two we had marked before knowing what they were as having the most distinctive flavors, but being the most different. They were different, and that's kind of where that, that superstition comes in that I always say, you know, that, I mean, they stood out as the most different, but they didn't necessarily rank as the, as when we ranked them, mm-hmm. in our, at least I did, as, you know, freshest to oldest. Right. No. Um, uh, I mean, my, 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 are we starting to the reveal? Can we move into that or? Yeah, sure. I mean, what I thought, I was really surprised is the one I thought was oldest actually turned out to be the freshest. And it was more of just my vocabulary and the way I approached the cupping. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do it again with more of a frame set that you used and mm-hmm. kind of a different idea of to think, yeah. different well, way I, to think about I guess the coffees. That probably um, brings in your... I was trying to predict it more rather than yeah. just make observations, I guess. And your experience um, with the Guatemala. Right. And just that. being a know-it-all, I assumed I knew better. <laughs> and I didn't. Um, but in all of our discussions, it certainly stood out as the coffee that stood out the most. It was like, nope, that's the oldest. And it just, it's not really that it was the oldest. It just had the most body. Mm. And so because of my preconceived notions that it would be the more, more body, more chocolate flavors coming out with a previously ground coffee mm-hmm. versus the other one that was really super bright and, and vibrant. Um, but they, they were both the freshest coffees. It's interesting because, uh, so the... My reactions were, the, the one I thought was the freshest uh, ended up being the freshest, and to explain my reasoning for that as I was tasting it, uh, first of all, the, the aroma was the, the strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had a real, like, fresh ground aroma to me that the others just lacked. Right. The others just didn't have this sort of fullness to the aroma. Uh, secondly, the flavor on the one that was fresh ground had... Um, had a roastiness to it that I didn't get in the other ones. Not like not like bad roasty, but just like this tastes like like fresh roasted coffee. Right. That the others didn't have. Uh, the one I thought that was oldest was the second ground one, but that's because it had 
I'm continuing my streak every week of discovering right. cups on the table that have odd negative flavor components that no one else seems to pick up on. Yeah. And I don't know what that's about. We've actually stopped inviting you to some of these. Cause yeah. It just seems like every week <laughs> there's something. Stop being negative, Joseph. But it is interesting. Um, because And that's what's cool is that they were actually, I mean, it's all the same batch of coffee. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, their ground is, uh, it's interesting to me that there'd be such a difference in those flavors. Yeah. I mean, they're both very vibrant, but they're also, they weren't necessarily, they didn't, they had different edges of the Guatemalan coffee yeah. in there. And, they, and that's that variability. I mean, so the other ones were all ground ahead. We had them in a bag and we mm-hmm. poured them into the bowl at a specific weight. And then, you know, the freshest, you know, it was slightly different because we just ground it. We weighed it and ground it like a regular cupping. Um, did it have a different quantity of grounds in the cup then? Was there some no. irregularity? No, I mean, there? it shouldn't be a significant okay. portion. I mean, it's less than what the scale would register. But, hmm. yes, I mean, there would be, you know, one or two percent. Gotcha. John John would like to contribute nothing to the show. What's up, no, John? No, but he has a question. Yeah. Uh, that's the tabletop. I have to grind it. Yeah. It's going to be good. We're giving one of our counts some really beautiful... Ethiopian tabletop coffee. Yeah, go ahead and grind, John. And it's going to be pre-ground. <laughs> this is this is the dilemma that we always face because yeah. we don't want to grind it. This is one of our favorite accounts, but so we, I mean, we know we're that grinding ahead. We know that it'll lose some initial freshness, right? Uh, but there'll be some <laughs> really me. good flavor still there, right? And that's, so I think that's the biggest conclusion here after our discussion is sort of visualizing how that that curve goes of freshness mm. that. There is something very, very fresh about, obviously, the, the immediate grind. It's also not just freshness, but particular flavors as well. The vibrancy that comes from, I guess, fresh is a, such a vague That's word true. to use. It's yeah. not a good word to use. Um, um, this is. It is applicable, though. It fits. Can we do hashtag freshness? Would that be more descriptive? Hashtag freshness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make there is something that's kind freshness. of more vibrant about the flavors. There's definitely, they both, they, they all... I mean, the freshest ones, the freshest, most recent yeah. ground ones, I guess, would be a better word. The but most recently ground ones had a vibrancy to it that were true. Well, looking at the notes from the from the tasting today, one of my um, so a couple notes here. They they were pretty aligned. These are the ended up being the fourth and fifth, sweet and smooth, uh, if a little weak. Yeah. So sweet and smooth, still good. There's still flavors in there. I didn't attempt to discern flavors in this. I was just trying to go for overall right. reaction. But now I'm sitting here wondering, because, um, so to visit again, so fourth and fifth, sweet and smooth, number one, big chocolatey yeah. goodness. Like, just boom. And mm-hmm. I kept going back, tasting that, being like, mm, that's good. Obviously I didn't have that necessarily that reactions with the other one, but that sort of chocolatey boom was missing. Right. Now, I'm curious with the tabletop, what's, what's the component that you get up front that's missing. Well, right, and so much of the tabletop and all of our experience with it is that the grounds smell amazing. When you're mm-hmm. making espresso and you smell that that portafilter mm-hmm. with the fresh grounds, it's just a, it's super berry and just rich and lovely. Um, you know, but when you actually drink it, if you if you're blending it or if you're drinking it as an espresso or something, it's what you smell is the berry, but what you taste is is a different flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still gonna stick by my original prediction that you know the vibrancy of those fruits and mm-hmm. things like that are the most fragile you know the aromatic compounds then that that we're smelling as we drink the mm-hmm. coffee it's, we're not tasting them 
And so those will dissolve the, to me, those would, those would dissipate the quickest. And so something like a fruity Ethiopian will lose some of that, but then that really lovely, rich body that it has will still be there. Hmm. Uh, you know, they're also, I'm it's really also going to be for a press pot grind and, you know, that, which is a coarser grind than yeah. our cupping grind. And so that would be another way to experience this experiment with this would be, you know, the difference between a, a real fine cupping grind versus uh, a press pot grind. So, um, I, I guess what I'm what I'm interested in because I one of the comments on there on the tasting today had to do with um, citrus flavors. I can't remember if the citrus was lost in the older ones or if it. I tasted the well. That was Sean or Sean Lieb, coffee smith yeah. Lieb maestro, um, that was commenting on kind of the grapefruited. That's right. Of that was in the one that ended up being the second. The right. one ground earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Sample number five, Sample which number was five, the one ground a few hours earlier. Yeah. And again, you know, it wasn't on the most recent ground mm-hmm. one. Right. That That's, which that's is fascinating. Sort of puzzling to me. And I think that that's, that's just variability in the grind, and I think it lends itself to just hmm. more cupping bowls, you know, and being a little bit more thorough with the weighing and, and, gotcha. and readdressing this. I think... So we got to take another look at it, basically. I am excited to do this because I think we're, I think there's okay. more to expand on this. I would like to try different coffees too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, you know, I'm really interested in what happens to the tabletop in this. Well, right. Let's say we take a, a medium roasted Brazil, you know, and then you take a, a, a light roasted the tabletop, the Ethiopian. Does mm-hmm. um, natural versus washed? Is there something different with that? Um, you know, are but I think the eight, I think the darkness of the roast and the fineness of the grind will make a huge difference mm-hmm. as far as this this goes. Well, we can certainly draw some some broad conclusions. So, looking at kind of a graph where, you know, it's it's most fresh, most freshest, right, right when you grind, right before you brew, and then there's a there's a bit of a drop off, and uh, I mean, I think we can say that the the grounds are, you know, off gassing mm-hmm. elements, uh, but they weren't done at that six hour mark, so they lost some things, but that that cleared the way for other flavors this grapefruit or whatever to come through perhaps yeah. sort of tan tannic is that the right word mm-hmm. i'm still trying to figure out what the negative element was and maybe maybe it was kind of that um maybe it was kind of the the sour edge of grapefruit but without the sweetness yeah i mean that could be the, i mean it's like a like a grapefruit grapefruit rind right like that, if i bit into a rind of a or that the white yeah. Pulp on the inside of the rind. Could um, be. I taste that. I like grapefruit, though. <laughs> you do? I love grapefruit. Hmm. So that's weird. Anyways, that's, on, that's another thing. And what's fascinating to me is, and I've always thought this about most Guatemalans that we have, and my one of my first very beautiful experiences with coffee was in Guatemala, and there's a lot of grapefruits that we were eating while we were there. And I've always tasted grapefruit, and I always vividly remember the Guatemalan grapefruits and tasting that terroir of, of the grapefruit and then finding it later on in coffee mm-hmm. um, and I've, I've often associated grapefruit with Guatemalan coffees and not very much with other coffees at all um, I'm making a note of that so it's like I I'm, I guess I'm flattered when people say grapefruit I, I now want to go around and taste other Guatemalas grapefruit um, so okay so going back to the graph so we got the one is the freshest going steep down to two uh, where there's so there's a big difference between the, the freshest one and the second freshest one, and then there was another 
um, there's there's a pretty noticeable difference between two and three. So the I thought that was, one, and I nailed that one on guessing the age of it. I mean, right. it just tasted. Well, I think um, it tasted like things were turning on it, you know, and that was twenty four hours mm-hmm. or, uh, excuse me, thirty hours before the freshest grind. 24 from the second freshest. So what I what I picked up in the notes I made, well, um, the the three the three four and five. So that was uh, a day, three days, and seven days, or something right. like that, before today. So there there were uh, noticeable similarities, but still some fall off. So right. I think it kind of plateaus after a day or so. It seemed like yeah, and I I guess I saw a little bit more similarity between between the six hour out and the 30 hour out hmm. grind than I did between the 30 hour and the other ones. Okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. You know, it was three days before that one. Um, Friday to Monday. What was my note? I didn't make too many tasting notes on that cause they were pretty similar to the three and four. I made a, I made a note of odd aroma, um, but I couldn't put a, hmm. couldn't put a touch on that, but maybe that's just lingering elements because it was, Still going through the process of off gas. Right. Oop. Pause. How rude of me. You know, cell phones. <clears throat> um, so yeah, fascinating discoveries. Um, well, it's cool because I, it's it was it was clear that especially after we discussed and went back and tasted it when we knew, I it was it was much more obvious to me that the older ones, the the three and seven day out were those. For sure. There's another um, element that comes from this that I think we maybe should consider. So we roasted you. You roasted this batch the day before the first grind. Um, I'm wondering if a. I'm wondering if we should wait a few days before right. the first grind. B. I, this might not be applicable to a lot of situations. Like if you're going to the store and you're buying a bag of coffee in the store. Uh, that was roasted one right. month ago, That's three months ago, four months ago. You've and already lost a lot. Exactly. So it seems like, okay, if it's a month old, uh-huh. you know, and what we found from our other tests, like a month old, and then if you ground that, like a month out of grinding mm. versus freshly ground month old whole bean, would there be that much of a difference? Yeah. I mean, that's another, that's another look we can do. Um, another podcast idea. Little chapters of in in coffee results. lovers test kitchen. I think like that. for the next six months we should just do this conversation with <laughs> this different conversation coffees. with different coffees. Yeah. Um, Stay well, tuned. <laughs> we 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 could certainly revisit the 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 storage thing because so the storage test we did. Um, I'll put a link to that in in the show notes, which are always extremely brief. <laughs> it's usually just this is the show. These are the hosts. I don't know. I don't, put together comprehensive show notes but so this the the article on the storage was in an issue of coffee lovers magazine uh we also put it online uh eventually um like several months after publishing it uh (laughs) much to my laziness but uh so i'll put a link to there you can check it out but for that test we stored the coffee for only a month right uh because the the notion there that we stuck onto is that um after a month, the coffee is degraded to the point where, I mean, we certainly know that there's a noticeable difference between coffee a month old or more right. and coffee that's relatively fresh. Although, 
there are some coffees that perhaps get better. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it never ends. Um, some properly roasted Italian roast coffees seem to improve with a certain level of time, but those Italians. There's so much analysis. to learn about Italian process. They spend <laughs> a lot more time at it than mm-hmm. most people here. Um, what was I getting at there? So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to revisit the storage, um, to take a closer look at at this. Uh, not not to not to question or look at the supposition that what is freshest, but what happens to certain coffees, right? Uh, over. 24, 48, 72 hours from being ground sort of thing. We should get um, experts on this show. That Are we not experts? <laughs> we are. Shh. Yes. <laughs> we just don't have lab goats. Uh, oh, I should get some coffee yes. lovers. Touch. Get some, okay, hold on. I'm yeah. making a note, folks. Those will be perfect for the podcast. Pause the show. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the radio show. We're going to get lab coats. You won't know it. Maybe we're wearing them now. We'll be smarter. <laughs> Lab coats. I could get a fake. Oh, you have actual glasses. I could get some fake glasses. Yeah, they look like a roaster. <laughs> um. So yeah, that'll be exciting. Future episodes. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like that MythBusters. I would love it if people kind of wrote in or commented somehow on other tests or other areas yeah. that they're curious about. Because yeah, if there's something that you're like, everyone says to do this, but I don't know why. Right. Um, let us know. We'll put it to the test. We'll figure it out. Yep. Uh, even if, even if you know, a lot of these I think people consider obvious, but there's still a lot to learn, obviously. Right. Um, so that's fun to do. Exactly. Cool. Um, see you next week. Chowder. Chowder. <laughs>